Manchin frustrated with McConnell, but not willing to change filibuster rules because of him. I know he's an institutionalist. I would like to think he loves this institution, Manchin said Tuesday. There is a time when you rise above it. You rise above. Hi, my name is Morgan McIntyre. And this is the Down Bad Politics podcast. And this is my co-host, as you just heard, the lovely Matthew Matthew, Barber. Matthew, um, billionaire should not exist. And Chris Evans is the hottest Chris Barber. Yes. Yes. Uh, That first part is a reference to a tweet that my co-host made that I do not (laughs) (laughs) co-sign. I am just a simp for the billionaire class, clearly. If you can't hear by the sarcasm in my voice, I'm not. But I don't, I don't agree with that point still. Um, and the, re- the, second, the second is a reference to, uh, you know, Chris Evans versus the other Hollywood Chris's and which one you think is attractive. And generally speaking, I tend to think Chris Hemsworth is more attractive, but the problem with his legs, I saw that picture of him with his kid yesterday and like, Everything like up until his legs, it was fine. But then I saw his legs, and his legs were just—he <laughs> skips leg day. Let's be clear about something. Chris, have it. Chris Heavens, Chris Hemsworth skips leg day. <laughs> and say what you want about Chris Pratt. <laughs> At least Chris Pratt doesn't skip leg day. Crap! I saw his legs. They were—they were skinny. Yeah, Does this look like legs. my legs? I know, and you're a fucking twig. Yes, I'm a 5'4 twig. Yeah, I've seen you. It's you're tiny. You are mm. you have no arms, you have no legs. It is just rib cage and bone. Exactly. And I try so hard to gain weight, but it never happens. Just eat. Just yeah, eat. I, I try. Right. Just eat and find a way to get a lower metabolism. <laughs> that, there you go. There's your there's your Morgan McIntyre tip of the fucking day. Because I used like I literally used to be three hundred fucking pounds. So like I should have some knowledge about how to do this. Good God! I'm just look at this us. picture. What? Oh, the Chris at Hemsworth picture. Yes. He has no fucking legs. I have no idea what they do with the costume to make it look like he has legs. But that picture is not a very, like, from the waist down, it is not flattering. (laughs) Basically, look at this leg, basically. It is tiny. Exactly. How could a 6'3", you know, beefcake... Have the legs of a five-four twig. You skip like that. <laughs> I'm just curious how he like doesn't tip over. <laughs> That's what I'm curious about. Like, how the fuck are you like just standing around all day? Okay, regardless. Anyway, anyway. we didn't come here to talk about Chris Hemsworth's legs. <laughs> <laughs> or, That's not. Or Morgan having a haircut. <laughs> And oh yes, that's his beard. That's true. I cut my hair recently. For mm. those of you who don't know, so now I'm basically bald and I trimmed my beard. Well, shaved off my beard, so now I just have like a cop stash. <laughs> you have a porn stash. I have porn to eat all the things. I've been <laughs> called a pedophile before on fucking Twitter, so sure. We'll go, let's go with that too. Just throw it in. And I'll just put on some beard oil to hopefully connect with my beard. 
so I look good at a in potentially upcoming weddings that I have to go Sorry. to. I was gonna have a beard when I did the shaving initially, but um, I one of the sides of my one of my sideburns I shaved like I just shaved off way too much when I was shaving the top of my head, and so I was just like, okay, fuck it, we're shaving the whole thing down. Yeah, sides anyway. into like the whole beard from the whatever Funny. down. Anyway, yes. This isn't this isn't the point of the podcast. This is just our opener. This is just a warm up. Mm-hmm. So today we're gonna be today, much like last week, we're gonna be doing a tier tier ranking. But this time we're not doing the presidents of the United States. We're doing the current United States senators, all one hundred of them. Yep. And if you ask us, are we going to do a, a house representative thing? Fuck no. <laughs> no. We are not maybe sure. like major house people, but like no. Like not all 100, not all 400. Fuck that shit, man. We no. don't need it. Fuck no. Maybe we could do governors at one point. But like because that's, that's only even like, harder because I don't know any governors. Okay, but there's only 50 of them. That's true. <laughs> and it's half of the senators. Just over, like, just four over the presidents, and like, not that many, like, significantly less than the house. But yeah, we would have to like research all of them. That's not fun on my part. Okay, but this is a podcast where we talk about politics. We got to do some fucking research sometimes, Matthew. <laughs> no, I like to wing it. I know, but you got to know what you're talking about. You can't just be pulling everything out of your ass. <laughs> True. Okay, so regardless, on to this. We're doing all 100 senators. All 100 of them. All 100 in the current 116th Congress of the United States of America. Yep. From Alaska to Wyoming, Hawaii to Maine, and everyone in between. All the states. Each and every one of them. Yep, and we have a tier list. We have a tier list. Um, um, unlike last time, it may have been, we have more. We have seven mm-hmm. tiers. Mm-hmm. S rank, A rank, B rank, C rank, D rank, E rank, mm-hmm. and F rank. Yes. And now the way I interpret this, and I feel like you might interpret it this way too, is that sort of like S is its own class, where it's just like best of the best, oh. our top list, our top senators. And then um, below that, you A through A, B, and C are all generally good. You know, A being sort of the best of the best, B being across the board pretty good, and C being above average. And then D, E, and F are all kind of bad. <laughs> D being worse than average, or just you know worse than average. E being just generally kind of bad, and F being like reserved for the worst. Mm-hmm. Yes. And spoiler alert, Matthew will say the F word a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already swear a whole lot, so who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a good Christian boy. You shouldn't be doing these sorts of things. <laughs> Am I a good Christian boy? I try. <laughs> I mean, you are the op- you are the openly devout one on this channel. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, that's true. I mean, I'm an atheist. I'm not going to. I'm I don't believe in a hell. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't believe in eternal damnation. I can just do well. 
I don't believe I can do whatever I want, morally speaking, but I'm not constrained by a god. <laughs> mm. All right, anyway, let us go. That's to... the whole theological conversation. Yes. Let's get into, the, <laughs> let's get into something less complex politics. Yes. All right. All right. First one first Richard Shelby, the senior retiring senator from the great state of Alabama. Mm -hmm. been in congress for years at this point just fucking years he came in in like the night like the late 80s early 90s and actually came in as a democrat fun facts in case you didn't know this but he ended up switching in 1994 during the uh republican wave year of 1994 the republican revolution oh boy whatever you know that was called um to being a republican and since then he has remained a republican and since then he has remained the senator from alabama Mm -hmm. one of the longest serving senators (laughs) in office um generally across the board he's an alabaman i would say politically speaking very much in the not just economically conservative but also socially conservative very much falls into the traditional sort of uh christian nationalist area you know essentially that like america is a christian nation mm-hmm. storyline thread belief system um generally across the board like he's not I, like for me it's either e or f low e or high f for me that's <coughs> excuse me i just got vaccinated so <laughs> i got both my shots so yay. yay i'm now you know gonna transform into a 5g cell tower or something we'll see <laughs> um uh let's get a high f high f because like he's not the worst <laughs> he's not even the worst in his state it, exactly we're about to get the to the worst in his state but um Generally speaking, he's just not great. <laughs> so on to the junior senator and arguably the worst senator from Alabama, uh, Tommy Tuberville, very recently, very recently elected in 2020, uh, beat the Doug Jones RIP. Yes, he's still alive, king. but you know, he's still yeah, no, he's still alive, but um, he is no longer in Congress, and he was not picked to be Attorney General. Fuck you, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand by that. I own that. I joke. <laughs> fucking Doug Jones robbed of the AG position. <laughs> I will own that. I don't give a shit. I, resistors come for me. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck Mayor Garland. That dude should be on the fucking Supreme Court. So as far as I'm concerned, Doug Jones should be the fucking Attorney General. I mean, he should be in the Supreme Court. He should be, but someone that we'll get to later on, Mitch McConnell, <laughs> fuck you, prevented that. Yeah, so we'll get to that. Yeah, but um, Tommy Tuberville, inarguably, is just dumb. <laughs> just, but it, he's dumb, and he appeals to the worst parts of the Republican Party. Yep. So we have nothing else. He wants by that to I not- mean. By that, I mean the Trumpist parts of the Republican Party, yeah. which are unfortunately a majority at the moment. Yeah. So, and he can't um, even name the three branches of government. Oh, no, he can't. Which is like, this is what I'm getting to at, like, dumb. Like, the dude, like, honestly, not a good representative of Alabama. Let's be real here. Alabama yeah. deserves better. Yes. 
Alabama does not deserve Tommy Tuberville to be their senator, but unfortunately, he is their senator. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that'll change. Could have had Doug Jones. We're never going to have Doug Jones. Let's be real here. Doug Jones wanted a very unique circumstance. Yep. So if anything, oddly enough, fun fact, when he ran for re-election, he only slightly improved on his raw vote total, which indicates something. A lot of Republicans did not vote in 2017. Anyway, on to Alaska with their senior senator, so from one of the worst to arguably one of the best. Arguably the best Republican senator in Congress. Honestly, the best. Yes. Honestly, the best Republican, in my opinion. Like, I don't know if me and her have the most in common, politically speaking. We have a lot in common, for sure. <coughs> but she is, at least Murkowski is an arguably one of the best. If not, is inarguably the best senator on the Republican side, in my opinion. Yes, sir. I mean, this is a woman who has never won the majority. (laughs) Fun fact, never won the majority vote in the state of Alaska whenever she's ran. Mm -hmm. Never won it. She will win it this year, technically, because now Alaska has a ranked choice voting system. So even if you don't get a hunt, even if you don't get a majority on the first round, you're going to get a majority by the end if you win. Um, But she has, she is one of, I think, as far as I know, she's the only U.S. senator to win an election as a writing candidate. Only one. Which is impressive. It's incredibly, it's incredibly impressive considering she lost the primary to be the Republican nominee in 2010. Amazing. And then went on to win as a writing candidate with a name like Murkowski. Amazing. I mean, my name's McIntyre. There's not an A in my last name. You wouldn't know that. <laughs> All right, I mean, so where are we putting Um, Honestly, like, it, she's not, I don't know, just on, like, a personal level, I would put her S tier, but in terms of policy, she could be kind of, like, if you're an environmentalist, you're probably not her f- the biggest fan of her. Nope. <laughs> Let's be real here. She is very pro-oil. And that is in part due to the fact that um, Alaska is a very oil-driven state. Um, but generally across the board, she's pretty good. So like B. Yeah, why not B? I agree. Yeah, she's a pretty and high B in my opinion. Also, coming from me, she supports gay marriage and supports mm-hmm. um, removing the ratification date of the ERA with a certain mm-hmm. senator we will talk about later. Mm-hmm. All right, from the next exactly. one. But yeah, no, she's generally pretty good. Uh, Dan Sullivan is uh, kind of your generic Republican, very fiscally conservative, very socially conservative. The one redeeming quality I would say about him, which is kind of true for some of these senators that are more, some of these more Western senators I've noticed, is um, he's pretty. He's a, for a Republican. He's good on weed. Yeah, like he's fine with essentially returning that power to the states mm-hmm. and allowing states to essentially, like, not having it necessarily be criminal on a federal level and allowing states to do what they want with it. So in that sense, I feel like he's a pretty solid E. Yeah, I, I generally, I generally, I would consider it to be him to be bad, but he's got some good in him. Yeah. 
All right. One of my favorite senators in the state, Kirsten Cinema. So not your favorite senator. No, it's not. Nice um, person, though. Yeah, no, she's, uh, again, she, as a character, she's fucking hilarious. But yes. um, I understand why you don't like her. For me, I understand not liking her. <laughs> because in my opinion, there are certainly, like, I, I probably, I think this is fair to say, me and Chris and Sinema have a lot in common politically. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny that. The thing that frustrates me about Kristen Cinema, it, Kirsten Cinema, sure her name's not Kristen. Um, Kirsten Cinema is the fact that um, her and a lot of the other moderates really sort of insist on this like we have to be. I, I, personally, I'm not opposed to bipartisanship. I think it's a good thing, but when you're willing to torpedo good legislation to be bipartisan, uh, that's where I kind of get that. It just irritates me. Yeah. And, it, and if you, since you're not looking at it, Matthew's just rolling his eyes, looking his eyes up to heaven, asking why. Yeah. Uh, generally speaking, like, I can't put her below a D, honestly, because yeah. she's still, like, it's really what it is, is it's just one part. What it is, is what I don't like about Kirsten Cinema is the way that she postures. That's really it. Like, it's her public image that I, that one part of her public image that I personally don't like. Yeah. Which isn't enough for me to drop her below D. Because it's just like below average. Yeah. And she has come out recently and as a co-sponsor of the HR one. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And like, that's another thing. Just a side note about like her and Manchin, who we'll talk about. They, also, they tend to come around on issues. They just have to go through this cycle of being like hey i'm not really in support of this maybe i will we'll see oh i'm in support of this i've come around on it it's just it's posturing yeah i would have a beer with her even though i don't drink you know all right next one mark Uh, kelly mark kelly has not been in the senate very long just got just got elected Mm -hmm. in 2020 and will be up for re-election next next year in 2022 um but so far generally been very good he's like a he's a good i like him as a person i would probably put him in like below i would put him below murkowski only because he hasn't been in the for that long yep i agree like from what he's done i've liked and even beyond just like him being a senator this you know his advocacy against uh gun violence has been very good in my opinion Mm-hmm. but um like he hasn't done a whole lot in the senate yet so i i can't like i can't be like oh yeah he's this great senator when he's only been there for like a year four months four months not <laughs> yeah. even a year i was being generous <laughs> but yeah it's like he beat but he slayed martha mcsally for the second time second and potentially last time not probably third time <laughs> Look, if she runs again, she's just a fucking. She's just a glutton for punishment at that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she's he's generally pretty good. I just can't. Yeah, put him higher. It's been you. It's been four months. So yeah, let's, we'll let's, we'll see where he goes. Yeah. Next. So now on to the great state of Arkansas with John Boozman. <laughs> um, he uh he is a senator. <laughs> from Arkansas. 
<laughs> beat Blanche Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Those are all facts. <laughs> um, again, he's a very much he's very much a backbencher. When I was doing my research into him, there was there didn't seem to be like any major piece of legislation that he sponsored specifically that stood out. He doesn't have like a signature thing. Uh, in that sense, he's kind of like a Shelby, where he's just because he's just your kind of generic social conservative, economic conservative uh christian nationalist type republican he's just generally across the board kind of bad in my opinion mm. so it's like either high high f or low e in my let's, opinion let's go low e low yeah. let's yeah sure yeah but like shelby not the he worst. It's not day. the worst. This really is gonna be a running gag. This is gonna be the running gag of this. It's, just, it's like it's like all these fucking junior senators, all these junior Republican senators are just soon to be fucking senior senators. Because there's so many of these where they're fucking retiring. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this person was bad. But not the worst. They're potentially gonna get somebody worse next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck Tom me. Cotton. Tom Cotton. Fuck Tom Cotton. Exactly. Fuck Tom Cotton. I mean, this motherfucker. Tom Cotton, he represents a brand in conservatism that I just... It's the wannabe elitists. That's what I like to call them. Mm -hmm. It's essentially the people who, like, they're conservative, they go to, like, Yale, they go to Harvard, Mm -hmm. they go to these Ivy League schools... But they like their their gripe seems to be more than anything else. And it, like this is just my sense of the sense of it is that they do not like that they are not considered the establishment. Mm-hmm. That their politics is not considered the status quo. Even like technically, yes, it is. You know, technically, it is the status quo. But like, they're not. Um, venerated, lauded by everyone figures. Yes. Like they want to be the unquestioned elite. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they aren't because in Tom Cotton's case, for example, dude wrote an dude wrote a fucking article in the New York Times calling to send in the troops. I guarantee you, on some level, part of that was probably just to troll the libs. Mm-hmm. But again, this is a Republican writing in the New York Times. This is, regardless of your opinion about the New York Times, this is considered the paper of record about the United States. Yep. Essentially, the paper that is defining how the United States will be remembered. Tom Cotton, undeniably, I think, wants to be seen at, in that same way. Like, he is America, essentially. Yeah, on some level, he wanted that article to get universal support. Yep, that's what I mean when I'm talking about being the elite. He wants that status, and him, Holly, Cruz, oh, a lot gonna... of these, a lot of these Republicans that like got these college educations in many way, they have this sort of wannabe elitist attitude about them, even though they're really. <laughs> Which is it's, which is kind of funny because they're also tend to be like the most, they like the posture about populism. Yes, and also he is the one senator who is most likely to believe 
in Lost Cause. I could see it. Yes. He gives off the vibes that he does. Mm-hmm. But I think next. a lot of these Southern Senators do, but regardless. To Morgan State. My state, with my delegation, with um, <laughs> the only one I voted for, well, actually, no, I have voted for, have I voted for? Yes, I voted for both of my senators twice, but not a senator. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman who has been senator for my entire life, Mm-mm-mm. Uh, she was senator before I was born, and she will most likely be senator after I die. Uh, <laughs> Diane Feinstein. <laughs> yep. Um, Feinstein is weird. Mm-hmm. Feinstein is weird. I like. I'm just as a Californian. There are parts that I like about Feinstein, but then at the same time. Because she is a centrist in many ways across the board, I'm a centrist too. Not gonna lie. There are just those moments though where I get a little bit frustrated. We're just different centrists, is what I'm trying to get at. Because there are those moments where I get frustrated with her. Um, and she'll do weird things, like she'll do things that I like just don't agree with. Byproduct of us being both being centrists, but you know, not the same. Um in my opinion, across the board, she's generally good. She's like above average, really. Yeah. C. Yeah, she's like either a low C or high D. Mm-hmm. Just because of she's done some things, or like, I'm really not the biggest fan of how expansive the uh, Patriot Act is, and she was one of its champions. She's been a champion of it for the longest time. Fuck the Patriot Act. So Me and my homies don't like the Patriot Act. Yes, we do. We do not. Also, how she yelled at kids at her place was pretty hilarious, even I mean, though I disagree with it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> like, Sunrise Movement, I appreciate the argument. Yeah. I don't, like, obviously, a, you know, surprise, you're not going to find any disagreement about, you know, the problem of climate change and the necessity to do something about it. But, like, really? Diane Feinstein is the person you pick to go out and have a fucking <laughs> like Diane Feinstein of all people. She's sure she's a centrist Democrat. I'm not gonna deny that. But really, like really, she's 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 Diane Feinstein, and she's the senior senator from California. You think she's like gonna be like, no, fuck climate change. I don't care about that. Let the kids fucking choke on uh, gas, like. <laughs> Really? You think she's like, no, she's gonna fucking at least pander to that. And to be fair, she had put up legislation to deal with that because, you know, she's a a centrist Democrat. That's at the very least, like, even the most centrist, even the most conservative Democrat is going to do something about the climate. Yes. All right, next. Uh, Alex Padilla, our junior senator, has not been elected yet. It was just appointed to fill Kamala Harris's seat mm-hmm. for the remaining two years. And um, again, he's kind of in like the Mark Kelly position where like generally I like him. Yeah. He's good. I'm voting for him in 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like across the board, he's good. But um, he just, he hasn't been there long enough to actually do anything. Mm-hmm. So I'd say either like same position as Kelly, 
essentially. Yeah, okay. All right, next. Now we're on to Connecticut. Oh, shit. Um, actually, Colorado should be next alphabetically. <laughs> All right. Um, what is Morgan's favorite people? Yes, one of my faves. Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. Should come as no shock here. I'm, you know, me and my dirty centrist. Me and my dirty neoliberal centrism. Shake um, my fist. <laughs> we stay winning. Uh, <laughs> There's a reason we dominate the Congress. Um, <clears throat> Michael Bennett. Uh, generally across the board, a very good senator, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Every speech I've like, seen of him, he kicks mm-hmm. ass. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, at the very least, I can accept A, but, like, I would put him in Esther automatically, personally. Okay. Okay. So, unless you can think of a reason to not have him in Esther... Nope, I cannot think of anything. So, party S tier. You're, I'm, you're, I'm gonna, you're gonna do the same thing for me because a certain center is gonna come up soon. Oh yeah, and I have my reasons to put her in S tier too. Don't worry. Oh, dude, it's, it's not politics. It's not <laughs> politics, but it's I. There are reasons why I would put her in S tier. Regardless, let's move on to Colorado's junior senator, Jonathan Hickenlooper. I like him. I like him. Too. He's generally good. He was a good governor, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, probably cool would dad. like cool dad energy. Honestly, if you look at his Twitter feed, it's great. It's yeah. great. He's never put out like a his just his Twitter energy is really funny. I would he, put him like of this like new Senate class who hasn't really done a whole lot. I'd probably put him at the top. Mm-hmm. Who's just generally good, but like hasn't done a lot. So I would like put him above Kelly. Mm-hmm. And also his playing the banjo in support of HR1. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Now you're right. Connecticut. Now we're doing Connecticut with Richard Blumenthal. Good the dude. Senior senator who is your generic Democrat. <laughs> Here's a spoiler, y'all. There's going to be a lot of generic Democrat, generic Republican stuff. So don't Welcome. be surprised. Yeah, welcome to parliamentary democracy. Um, we're not a parliament, but le- the legislatures always have these backbenchers who essentially are, they just go with the party line. They don't really do a whole lot. Maybe yeah. they have like one piece of signature legislation that they get through, but it's like not that big. Mm-hmm. It's usually something specific for their state or their area. Mm-hmm. So like... Blumenthal is kind of exempt, like Boozman and Shelby are kind of the representatives of the generic Republican. Uh, Blumenthal is kind of the generic Democrat. Yeah. And in that sense, probably maybe better than Feinstein. <laughs> like <clears throat> high C, low B. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Chris be- Murphy, junior senator from Connecticut. Um, he's generally pretty good from, I think again, he's kind of a generic Democrat, but he's pretty good on like his big thing has been, um, gun legislation. He's Mm -hmm. been the big champion of being of, uh, gun control in the Senate. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, I would probably put him, I would put him above like the Hickenlooper Kelly tier, but still below Murkowski. Makes sense. 
All right, next. From the joke that is Delaware. The joke that is Delaware. <laughs> you heard how, me. How dare you insult the great state of Delaware and the state where our amazing president, our beautiful, our gorgeous, our fantastic president, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. resides. He is, the can't only, tell. <laughs> he is the only I'm, reason why Delaware... Is not I only yeah, I, I was just making kind of a joke because I just the logic behind my joke was like I always see these Republicans talking about like no one praises Joe like there's no Joe Biden fans no one praises Joe Biden mm-hmm. in the same way that we praise Trump and it was just like the whole point is that he's a politician he's not a fucking god exactly and also <laughs> from and also for me. As someone who's from Maryland, and if you look at election Twitter, there are plenty of people from Maryland who look down on people from Delaware, as it is, in fact, a joke. I do not live any, I do not live on the West Coast, so I cannot, I do not live in the East Coast. <laughs> I live on the West Coast. Where do you um, live? <laughs> I don't, I'm now. You might I live just, from Russia. <laughs> I, yes, I was about to say, I've revealed my Russian psyopness. Um, I don't live on the East Coast, so I can't comment on any of this, but uh, Delaware seems nice. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. nice enough. But um, Tom, Tom Cropper, Carper, whatever. Raper, Carper. Let's go with Carper. Whatever. Um, kind of your generic centrist Democrat. Yeah. A little to the right of the generic Democrat from what I've seen. Mm. Generally fine. Yeah. All right, let's move along. Where, where I feel like going? low C. Mm-hmm. All right, another one. Chris Coons. Chris Coons, again, kind of your generic centrist Democrat. But he's like at least been Biden's go-to between him and Republicans. Senators, so at least in that sense, he's kind of like tactically good. So I'd probably put him like the highest C so far. Okay. All right. Uh, ooh, one of the worst state delegations in the country, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Marco Rubio, F Frank, fuck him. F, yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 He's kind of, he's very much like an opportunist. Yep. He's very much a political. You know what? Put him, put him with, put him, put him with fucking, put him with fucking cotton. He's not, he's not he's not as he's not as bad as cotton yeah he's not, to be clear cotton is like significantly worse politically in my opinion mm-hmm. but he has that same opportunist energy yeah and also he's tom right. tom tupperville is funny he's tom an tupperville. idiot true but he's funny mm-hmm. my logic for saying marco rubio is an opportunist is like literally he was like he got elected in 2010 as like this Tea Party conservative. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of became more like the establishment neocon type when he was running for president. And mm-hmm. now he's like all aboard the MAGA train. So it like literally it's just like, oh, he's kind of like, he's the less obvious version. Well, I'll get into why I'm about to make the statement when we get to Ted Cruz, but he's the less obvious version of Ted Cruz. In that Ted Cruz is very opportunistic, and I can explain myself when we get to Ted Cruz. But Marco Rubio at least seems to have some veneer of credibility, but he's still 
he's less shameless in his opportunism as Ted Cruz is. Yes, but what I'm like, he's not the worst. <laughs> but like Shelby and Boozman before him. <laughs> Not he is the not the worst. <laughs> take a Rick drink Scott. every time. Let's every time someone says not the worst, we must take a drink. Just just drink. Just drink until the pain goes away, which is when you <laughs> die. Um, Rick Scott. Fuck this dude. dude. Fuck this dude. He's not as bad as like Cotton, but he's certainly worse than Rubio. Like the dude, I think, owned private prisons. He was one of the people who like owns private prisons. Generally, across the board, from what I remember, it's a bad governor and has not. He's just been essentially a Trump loyalist since he got elected in 2018. Oh, Bill Nelson! Yeah. Rick Scott. But from Florida to one of the best Senate delegations in the country, Georgia. The reason why we have the American Rescue Plan, Georgia. John Oslov, I'm going to say A rank. I will agree with you on there. All right. And then uh, another another dude, I'm just going to put an A rank. Honestly, <laughs> same. Like, they've been in there for a short period of time, but from what I've seen, they've done a lot of good stuff so far. Plus, they flipped Georgia. <laughs> we are, well, you know, not them, them singularly, but they helped. They helped. They were the people who got elected and thus flip they were the people who flipped the seat they yeah. are the occu they are the new occupant of the seat is what yes. i'm getting at so yeah john Ossoff, Raphael warnock a tier but like low a tier yeah because they're still new yes but, but we still like them a lot but we still like them all right now on to like honestly i know he's this guy we're on to hawaii we're yes. on to their senior senator and we're on to brian schatz and quite frankly he's clearly the dude's clearly to my left mm-hmm. but i like him one I would put him here. I would put him here. Yeah, at the too. very. Just and I would put him above Warnock and Ossoff, honestly. Why not? I like thing. that. <laughs> just because, like, put aside the fact, like, that he's probably to my left politically. Uh, Shaq's very good tactically. From everything I've read, the dude is very good at operating within the Senate, which mm-hmm. I can at least appreciate. Yep. So. <laughs> Oh man, and has the amazing tweet. The amazing tweet. Oh, oh yeah, this is a fucking. I'm not even a fan of Medicare for all. This is just fucking hilarious. So, one of the great grifters of our time, Sean King. Sean King. He did, they had a thing where it was in April and it had Senator Schatz saying, um, you know, we should, we are seeing preventable mass deaths in the United States. And Sean King says, do you support Medicare for all right now? And then Senator Brian Schatz said, I don't know what you're tweeting this, like some sort of gotcha, but I am a co-sponsor of the bill. Co-sponsor. <laughs> yeah, no, that was one of the greatest fucking dunks in all, of all time. And now you can all fucking time. And now you cannot see Sean King's thing because he deleted the tweet. He deleted the tweet. I mean, let's be real. Base moment for that alone. <laughs> a. It's just amazing. A tier. All right. Now to the next one. Maisie Hirono. Um. Good. Yeah, one of my. She's kind of your generic Democrat, so in that way, she's just generally across the board pretty good. 
she's a bit more of a progressive Democrat. Um, but generally pretty good. I would say probably around like the Murphy section. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She re- her most big, her biggest, most recent thing was she's helped uh, get through the anti-Asian discrimination bill that recently yeah. passed. So yeah, that's cool. been pretty good. COVID hate crimes. All right, now we're going to get to a, another segment. Who are these uh, white men? <laughs> Lots of generic white guys. Well, um, for starters, this is the uh, Senate delegation from the great state of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Crapo and Jim Rish. Uh, from one of my, from what I've researched, they're just your generic Republicans. <laughs> oh, another one. Take a drink. Your generic Republicans who just they uh, haven't done much in office besides be backbenchers and just sort of high. Either high F or low E, in my opinion. Low E, both of them, because we have nothing to say. Sure. Sure, I can take that. Now on to <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> now let's get to the good stuff again. <laughs> um, Dick Durbin, Senate mm-hmm. Minority Whip. Senate Majority Whip, excuse me. Let me. Mano- majority Whip. What, Morgan, you're not saying that the Democrats are in the... Or the minority, even though we are like basically have two central Republicans in our rank. I mean, technically, we're not the largest party in the Senate because two members of our caucus are independents. Yes. But But the joke I'm getting at is I get the joke you're getting at. Regardless of the point, regardless of the joke, the point is. Dick Durbin, majority whip, has been whip essentially since that. He's been one of the longer, he's like the longest member of the leadership in the Senate so far. Mm-hmm. Um, across the board, pretty good, in my opinion. I'd say B? Yeah, where are B? Uh, I would put him probably with Mikowski. Okay. All right. Yeah. But he is not the best senator from Illinois. He's damn good. Facts. Facts are facts. But Tammy Duckworth, I'm going to put her at A rank. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Across the board, very base. Would have been a great guy. Would have been a great VP if there wasn't a concern about her potentially uh, being challenged and struck in from the ballots because of her birth. But what? That's racism for you. Yeah, Wait, she what? is. She was born in um, Thailand, but legally speaking, much like one Ted Cruz, she is an American citizen and could have run for president. She can run for president. The problem is, is that she was not born on American soil. So the argument would have been the fear was that people would have challenged that in court and a potentially uh, friendly judge would have been like, yeah, no, that doesn't count. Because she's not born in the United States, therefore she's not an American citizen. Mm. So she wasn't, that was, from what I understand, that was a big reason why she didn't get nominated, unfortunately. Fuck racism. All right. I know, fuck racism. (laughs) But uh, I'd probably put her with chats, honestly. Ooh, I I, I that, I agree. All right. right. Now we're back at it again. Generic (laughs) ass white men. White guys, <laughs> gotta love us. There, where's a there's a lot of us here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this is the Senate delegation from Indiana, Todd Young and Mike Braun. Um, Young, I would say, is kind of an E tier. He's just kind of your generic Republican, kind of good across the board. He's like he was not a big fan of the whole like trying to decertify the election from what I remember, whereas Braun very much was. So I would say he's kind of like mid-E tier. Young is mid-E tier. Braun is low F. I would say he's like in the Tuberville ranking. Okay. Because regardless of like what, like I don't think he's as insidious as like a Cotton or a Holly. And Braun tends to have like, like he's said some good things about like climate change and shit, but he's not like, great <laughs> yeah but you know then you tried to overturn democracy yeah so it's like i'm comparing your actions to your words yeah all right the best meme the most memeable senator in the congress yes chuck grassley chuck grassley his twitter feed is a, a blessing yes from what i've heard one of the few republicans that can unite all factions of the party <laughs> never gonna run for president but whatever um <sighs> He's, he's, again, he's one of those, like, when you actually look at his record, he's very much a generic conservative. Yeah. He's just, he's very, like, meme, meme So in that sense, I would probably put him above, like, an F tier. I'd probably put him, like, somewhere in the E's. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, with Boozman. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, his junior senator. Joni Ernst. Um got famous in 2014 when she made an ad where she said she would castrate hogs. Uh, <laughs> it's a crazy, literally just look up Joni Ernst, G-O-N-I, Ernst, E-R-N-S-T, castrating hogs ad. Mm-hmm. Most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Um, she's like, on the one hand, she was essentially a Trump loyalist in the Senate. And then on the other hand, she's been like pretty good in like sexual assault in the military. So like, I'd probably put her in like the brawn position where generally across the board, not good, but she does do some good things occasionally. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Kansas. Kansas, uh, Jerry Morin. Um, I'd put him with Dan Sullivan. Because generally across the board, he's like an economic conservative, kind of very socially conservative. But then, like, again, like a lot of these Western senators, good on weed. Yeah. <laughs> so not, he's not like the worst. I'd probably put him above Dan Sullivan from what I've seen. He's I would probably I would vote for him for sure before I vote for Dan Sullivan. All right. But he but, is um, the worst. No, take a shot. This is another one <laughs> of those things. Take a shot. Every Roger time. Marshall, recently Not elected, for- tried to overturn the election. Put him with the put him with the Tuberville tier. Because I don't I don't. Uh, you moved Rick Scott, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, move, you got to move Marco Rubio back up. <laughs> um. Marshall is one of those where he doesn't see, like, he certainly is doing bad things, but he's not as insidious as, like, a Cruz or a Holly. A Cotton or a Holly. But next, one of the worst Senate delegations in the country. 
is so bad. Kentucky. We feel bad for the people of Kentucky who have to deal with this shit all the time. For sure. Mitch McConnell. One of... I... Yeah. I wouldn't put him... I wouldn't put him above Cotton. I would put him... I would only put him... The only reason I would put him above, like, the Cottons and the Hollies and the Cruises of the world is that he's not trying to run for president. That is true. He's not trying to put himself in, like, that position of power. He is trying to put himself in a position of power of being Senate Majority Leader again, so then he can obstruct everything. Yep. But um, he's not running for president anytime soon, thank God. Um, and then you got Rand Paul, who, like, he'll be, like, generally across the board pretty bad, but then will be, like, good on, like, civil liberties issues. And criminal justice reform or something. And criminal justice reform. Like, he's generally pretty good on that, but that's by a byproduct of his libertarianness. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, I would probably put him as like highest F. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one. Bill Cassidy. Uh, Louisiana. Your generic conservative, but then didn't, <laughs> but then voted to impeach Trump yeah. the second time around, and did not vote to decertify the election. So I'd go with like I'd go with like the Boozman tier, yeah. Boozman Grassley tier. Okay. Just because he's good. <laughs> he's good on certain things. <laughs> and, that, and then to one of the words, John Kennedy. John Kennedy. Um, what did I, get? Would put him, I would put him with Rubio. Because he is opportunistic in many ways. Where like he used to be like in 2000, like as recently as 2004, he identified as like a liberal Democrat. And then kind of all of a sudden became this conservative Republican when he wanted to run for office. Yeah, and also voted against the certifications of 2020 election. Yes. So in that way, I would put him below. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next up, Maine. One of my personal favorite senators in this whole country. Susan Collins. Susan Collins. D, yeah. Like, the problem with Susan Collins is not necessarily that I, that I like, in terms of policy, majorly disagree with her. The problem is, is that she's just so fucking frustrating sometimes. Like, if I were going to be, if I was going to be a Republican, I would politically look like Susan Collins, to be fair. But then she's doing shit like, pulling her support for um what the was the major gay right the equality act she pulled her support for the equality act which is like the fuck are you doing susan <laughs> voted uh, for kavanaugh for voted kavanaugh. for kavanaugh like it's said that trump was gonna learn his lesson after the first impeachment which he fucking didn't <laughs> I, like that's it's just she's frustrating to this bizarre degree whereas at least murkowski is fucking consistent and at least Murkowski is pretty fucking consistent with what she wants. Like, even disagree with her or not, like, at least the woman fucking stands for what she fucking believes in. So, in that sense, it's like she's, yeah, D. Nice person, though. Nice know? person. It's just very frustrating. Yeah. Now to the best, by default, the best senator from By Maine. default. Uh, John Angus King. Yeah. Angus King, one of, honestly one of my favorite senators, but you know, I'm a dirty centrist. <laughs> I'm a centrist. 
Um, but yeah, no, he's generally across the board pretty good. He's kind of again, he's an independent officially, but he is he does he is in many ways kind of your generic Democrat. Yeah. He votes like a generic Democrat. He, you know, he said that he would caucus with whoever the majority was when he first got elected, but since he has been elected, he has only caucused with the Democrats. He was prior to being an independent, a Democrat. So he's He's just a Democrat. He's a yeah, Democrat he's basically one of us. without the name. So where are you? He's essentially me. <laughs> yes. He's essentially me if I didn't register as a Democrat, which I would never do. Um, good. I would probably put him above either low B or high C. I think you can accept. Let's go high. Census. To be clear, this this is supposed to be a consensus thing. So, like, I would put him at like closer to like an A tier, but I know you would probably put him very low. Yeah, let's go high C. Yeah, so high C. Now onto your Senate delegation. Greatest Wendy state of the Hart. union. One I love favorite. my favorite Southern state. Oh fuck you! After Virginia. Okay, stop it. <laughs> uh, you're right. I'm sorry. My favorite southern state after Delaware. I'm just stirring up controversy. <laughs> All right, Ben Carter um, B. I put him at B. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know that much about him, so I'll take your word at it. Pretty base, dude. He yeah. Is one of the co-sponsors of the removing of the um, ratification date of the ERA with Lisa McCaskey. Very base indeed. In that yep. sense, I would probably put him with Murkowski. Okay. Within the B tier. Only because, like, again, like, from what I've seen, generally speaking, I had heard about that, but, like, generally speaking, for obviously from you, but generally speaking, he's sort of, like, the generic Democrat backbencher, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but, you know, something like that, pretty basic. In that oh, sense, yeah. I would put him over, like, the Kellys and Hickenloopers. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't done much. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 babes. They're babes. They're babies. Yeah. All but right. Now, vote, voted for him in 2018. And my first. Yeah. Now I'm, the guy I'm gonna vote for next year in the Senate. Rose Van Hollen. Yeah. Probably C. Him right here. Yeah, he's one of those generic. From what I've seen, he's one of those generic Democratic backbenchers. Uh huh. I can I can see him being with King. Yeah. yeah, he's he's generally fine. Yeah, he's above good. average. All right, now to one of the best Senate delegate. We say this a lot. Uh, yes. Best Senate delegation of all time, Massachusetts. For take, <laughs> take a shot. Um, now we go to Massachusetts. One Elizabeth Ann Warren. I mean, of course they're going to put her in S rank. Yeah. For obvious reasons, because you're essentially just Warren. Yes. Trapped in the body of a skinny black man. Um, <laughs> I, facts are facts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and I'm fine with putting her in S tier for um, one very specific reason, and that is that she had a very indelible impact on my politics. I used to be very much a libertarian, very much in that vein. Not necessarily like this sort of extremist kettle government libertarian. I was more like a Gary Johnson-esque 
libertarian you could call me. Um, but to quote the no, the great Noah Smith, um, a neoliberal is someone who is a libertarian who is mugged by reality, and uh, Elizabeth Warren is the reality that mugged me. <laughs> because very much, I like I understood that corporate power was an issue. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I like really saw i've talked about this before but it wasn't until i found elizabeth warren that i understood the impacts of that Mm -hmm. so in that sense i can accept her being an ns rank only because she is she did have that impact on my politics even though i don't generally even though i have i'm considerably to her right yeah she is indeed a queen and next one another one of my favorites ed markey Ed Markey, let's start some 2020 U.S. Senate Democratic primary discourse for Massachusetts. Ah. Hey, I supported Markey, so <laughs> during the I, <laughs> I know you probably did vote Markey because of your your love of the Kennedy family. Uh, yeah, um, I was honestly kind of in the middle of the entire race for two reasons. One, as you've as you have alluded to, and as I've kind of mentioned before on Twitter, I'm not the biggest fan of the Kennedys. I'm really not. <laughs> and Joe Kennedy was the opponent in that race. And so in that sense, it was kind of just like I'm either voting for someone who is significantly to my left or Kennedy. And I'm like not enthusiastic about either of those. I honestly considered there was a Twitter account called like neoliberals for Markey. And I considered like unironically <laughs> just like standing that account for a long time. But um, besides the point, Mark, the second reason is that Markey, like I mentioned, is significantly to my left. <laughs> yep. And the reality is, is that Joe Kennedy is also significantly to my left because the reality is, is that both of them are very progressive senators. Like they're both very progressive. Yes. Which was always the most fucking hilarious thing about this race because it was literally a bunch of people complain it was literally it was literally the like the most progressive people in the democratic party and the most centrist people in the democratic party complaining about which progressive they wanted to win and somehow thinking that they weren't yep like people seemed fucking convinced that joe kennedy was some sort of like quasi like hillary clinton without the tits and with red hair and like Marky was like this closeted fucking socialist. Like <laughs> these two were literally like indistinguishable on policy positions. I literally like I've gone back and watched the debates between these two guys. It was literally like the most granular fucking details that they were digging into to try and be like, well, no, I'm more progressive than you. Because like literally that's all it was. It was just two progressive senators trying to like two progressive white guys trying to out progressive each other. <laughs> that's the entire bigger. fucking primary. My dick is bigger. No, my dick is bigger. <laughs> I like, I'm just sitting here like, this is the fucking hill y'all want to fucking die. Party. Like, uh, I personally don't even know why. Yeah, back to this. (laughs) Sorry, this is my, that was me venting about like Massachusetts primary discourse because that thing went on for so fucking long. It literally, like, I honestly, my theory is that because the presidential primary did not go on for that long. Yeah, because during that because time, was, the pandemic It was kiboshed very quickly. 
that that whole discourse online moved on to another race, and it just so happened to be the Massachusetts Senate primary. Yeah, I would put Ed, what would I put Ed Markey at A rank. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. I uh, would say high A. I would either say low A or high B. So I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. Michigan. Michigan. Uh, these are two, uh, Debbie Stabenow and uh, Gary Peters, two generally kind of backbencher Democrats. They haven't really done much. Yeah. Um, I would put Stabenow in the Feinstein vein of things. Okay. Above average, generally. And then Peters, I would, the only reason I would put him, only reason I would advocate for low B ranking is um, the he's essentially become a meme in my part of Twitter, <laughs> where, uh, for those of you who don't know, election Twitter, one of the memes was there was this account called Toss Up Bot, where the whole thing was like, this race is a toss up. It's a toss up. And their profile picture was gary peters mm-hmm. and kind of the running so it was like a running joke of like oh well, who is toss-up bot but um also i think some people prior to the election were kind of like gary peters is fine he's gonna win and then lo and behold he does not win the he doesn't even win the majority of votes but he still wins in 2020 yeah, yeah. but um just for yeah, that well, i would probably put him with like the padillas okay this guy's all right to Minnesota. Minnesota. To one of the best senators in the whole damn place, Amy Klobuchar. Put her at its rank. I can accept that. Yeah. I can. I mean, I'm a dirty centrist, so. Even obviously, I, obviously, I'm going to love her. Well, she's a liberal. Yeah, there's the thing. More. <sighs> and she, like, her and I are very similar on policy. So, like, no shit, I'm going to be fine. Exactly. She was, like, going, like, oh, I'm a moderate. Like, no, you have, like, a very liberal voting record. In the context of, like, if we're going to, like, siphon it down only to progressives versus moderates, she's in the moderate side of this. Yeah, that's true. Let's be real about this. (laughs) Like, she's very much, like, the most, like, she's to the, she's on the left wing of the moderate side of it. Sure. But she's, like, if it's only moderates versus progressives, she's a moderate. Yeah. At least she's more convincing to be a moderate than Pete Buttigieg. Sure. Um, Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Her being S rank. And then Tina Smith. uh... Famously replaced Al Franken. (laughs) Yes. Resistors triggered. Um... (laughs) Even as someone who who personally thought that Franken would have, shouldn't have resigned or something like that. This is stupid. I know. I'm fine. I was fine with Franken yeah. resigning. It Fair. made sense to me. Um, yeah. Honestly, I would put her in the car and rank. Generally across the board, she's pretty good. And then she's also started promoting like weed shit, which is in part due to the fact that's based that the Minnesota weed that the that essentially Minnesota has a couple weed legalization parties and one of them has managed to qualify as like quote unquote an official party mm-hmm. in that they like receive they've they got like I think over five percent in one of the statewide elections and so therefore they like get automatic ballot status and whatever. They they're treated like a Republican and a Democrat in the state. And um I actually had some weird discourse with people earlier this week where they were like, oh but like those the, the, like something to the extent of like 
well, the Minnesota party already supports fucking legalization. And it's like, yeah, sure, maybe the Minnesota party does. The federal Democratic Party does not. Mm-hmm. There's so plenty of us like, that do. There are. There are plenty that do. It's just the problem is, is that the reason these state parties are so successful is because the national perception. Because it's a, it's a byproduct of the American politics becoming nationalized. True. People who are focused on these issues aren't focused on like the state party, generally speaking. They're more focused on the national politics of it all. And I doubt, like, I doubt the I doubt the Minnesota Democratic Party being pro legalization is going to change much about those not weed legalization parties uh, until it's legalized on a federal level. True. So it's good that Tina Smith is doing that. Regardless, Minnesota. Minnesota, we're done. Now we're moving yep. on to... <laughs> Mississippi. Mississippi. This dude. This old white man. Roger Wicker. Um, again, you're generic conservative. Well, let me take my drink again. Yeah. He's kind <laughs> of just a backbencher. I would put him with Shelby... It's literally this this delegation is very much in many like Alabama is much a parallel to Mississippi. This delegation is much a parallel to Alabama's delegation in that Roger Wicker, kind of just your generic conservative across the board. So like high F. Sydney Hyde Smith. F automatically in the same tier as fucking <laughs> um, Tuberville. So, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically her. <laughs> You're right. But I didn't say M. That's true. <laughs> which is kind oh. of gender neutral. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, this is the woman who was, like, wasn't she, like, photographed, essentially, like, with the clan or something? I don't know. She probably did. She, she, I, remember, I vaguely remember her, like, she didn't praise the clan, but she was kind of, like, neutral on the clan which is like um that's concerning okay that's weird all right now to she's fucking she's bad yeah she just she's in the she's in the tuberville here all right um missouri i was like missouri roy blunt about to be retiring soon to be retiring roy blunt probably gonna be God, the fact that he's probably going to be replaced by that motherfucker <laughs> that that you know that motherfucker i say like you should just know who this is the guy one of the i forget the i forget their surname but it's that husband and wife duo that oh yeah us. them those crazy and ass people those crazy mother, it's like the mcclintocks or something like that the yeah, McClint- something like that they had the guns McClaskey's. yeah no the he's dude. running He's, he's running, running in the Republican Senate primary and he's probably going to win. I could see him winning. Oh my God. Because, like, the people that he's running against are just shit tier candidates. It's like you have the former governor who has, like, corruption charges and, like, sexual assault charges against him. Oof. It's just, oh my God, it's so stupid. Yeah. Um, so, where are we putting Roy Blunt? Roy Blunt. Again, he's kind of a generic conservative. Yeah. Like, sure, he was good on, like, not 
like uncertifying the election, but like across the board, he's very much a conservative Republican. Yeah. But, 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 but. He is not the worst senator. <laughs> Joshua Hawley. Never going to be president. You're never going to be That's what Morgan tells me all the time, that I'm never going to be president. Josh Hawley, you're never going to be president. Josh Hawley's never going to be president. And the fact that, like, okay, another rant time. (laughs) I am... I I am just I am just today. I just I chose I woke up and I have chosen violence. <laughs> you want to know you want to know what the vaccine did to me? <laughs> it encouraged that. It encouraged aggression. Um, much like my body is now fighting dead versions of the virus, I am now shadow boxing against people on Twitter <laughs> through this podcast. It made it's fun. More, it made Morgan more violent. Made him more sexual. It made him everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I'm free to fuck now. Um, I'm free to be fucked and to fuck other people. Um, and in this case, I'm going after Holly stands because there are too many. There's this Twitter phenomenon. And I have gotten into some discourse about, I got into some discourse about like conservative populism or like nationalist populism mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize I was I didn't realize I was like speaking in two different like just two different fucking crowds on something. And um and now I'm choosing to elaborate slash like go after some people. So when I say conservative populist, what I'm referring to is the fact that essentially these are people who are conservative across the board, but like like limited intervention sometimes by the government. In the sense that they're like, you know, they're going to want the government to intervene to protect against immigration, mm-hmm. to control immigration. But they're not going to want, like, the government dictating what they can and can't do in schools. And sure, that goes for, like, critical race theory. But that also doesn't go for, like, they're probably not going to be big fans of, like, the government coming in and saying you have to do X, Y, and Z regardless of what that is when it comes to schooling. They're going to want more local control of school is what I'm trying to get at. Um, like that is, in my opinion, very much a part of the, that's like the Republican base. Mm-hmm. Is essentially these people who are conservative across the board. They want the government out of their lives. Generally speaking, they're not fans of the government intervention. They want, they, they preach freedom, preach self-reliance, preach uh, individualism, but want some limited intervention mm-hmm. on twitter and this is a very specific twitter phenomenon there are these hollyite essentially nationalist populists conservative populists who seem to be under this view of society like this belief that the future of the republican party is to essentially become a socially conservative, fiscally, not even liberal, fiscally left-wing party that essentially they have to embrace like this Christian nationalist identity, identitarian politics, identity politics to be clear. This is like Christian nationalist style identity politics. America's a Christian nation, et cetera, et cetera, BS. And embrace like, not just like, 
like economically protectionist policies ranging from limiting immigration, but up to and including, excuse me, like Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. So it's this fucking bizarro ass like policy position. And it just is people who like Stan Holly. And I think Holly on some level tried to do this. Mm-hmm. Tried to essentially present his whole theory of the case about the Republican Party is that the Republican Party is going to become the party of the working class. And these sort of Twitter, uh, these like, <sighs> these Twitter nationalist populists well, read, read fucking Hillbilly, El- the El- Hill, what was it? Hillbilly Elegy or whatever, that J.D. Vance book. Yeah. They read that, or at least the spark notes of it, <laughs> saw Josh Hawley's speech and were like, yes, this is the future of the Republican Party. And it's going to happen any moment. Yes, queen slay. Yeah. And like, no. Step on me. <sighs> Sorry. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> straight is. man. Just culture appropriating gay culture. I'm sorry. I mean, there's lots of straight guys who are simps. Um, besides the point. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly represents that. Mm-hmm. He's he is the wannabe elitist in the vein of Cotton, in the vein of Cruz, but his sort of theory of the case, Holly or Cruz is much more in like the authoritarian conservative perspective. Holly seems to take the view that it's like, yeah, let's be like party of the working class, despite the fact that most poor people don't vote Republican. Yeah. despite the fact that like no Republican is going to accept a $15 minimum wage increase. Yep. Not like show me the Republicans that are now down suddenly out of fucking nowhere, like conservative Republicans who are now like suddenly down for a $15. Like I know some people who are, my brother fucking is, I would argue he's a conservative Republican and he's for it, but it's like, Show me the pro-business Republicans who want the government out of their lives who are then like, yeah, let the government demand wage increases. <laughs> Where are they? Where are I they? think they don't exist. But it's, anyway. it's certainly not a majority of the party. Yep. <laughs> Besides the point, automatic F tier. For all those reasons, automatic F tier. Yeah, fuck Josh Hawley. Fuck. And fuck all those people who Josh think he's Hawley. hot, why? Come on. There have been there are way more attractive politicians in the yes. country than um whatever his name is. Anyway, now Josh, to the he's worst. just a twink. And twinks yeah. are in. Yeah. Um on to John Tester. One of the best. One of the best. Automatic age here, in my opinion. Yeah. Put him up with fucking Duckworth. Well, why not? I like that. Put him up with Duckworth and Shats. He's great. Yeah, base dude. Very base. More I think of, learn about him, more I like him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve, uh, what's his name? (laughs) Steve Danes. uh, He's again, very much a Trump loyalist. I put him with Ernst, honestly. He's like one of those where it's like he's a Trump loyalist, but then he like helped get through like the Great American Outdoors Act or whatever, which was a pretty based act. Yeah. But generally across the board, not good. Next. Uh, Debbie Fisher, the senior senator from Nebraska. Um, she's a generic conservative Republican. 
take a fucking shot. One of the great things, though, that I figured out when researching about her um, is that she's a supporter of term limits. In particular, she thinks that senators should only serve two terms. And she's on her second term and very recently announced that she will be running for a third term. Whoopee, whoopee. Oh, <laughs> just put her in F tier. Okay. <laughs> put, her with, put her with the Wickers and Shelbys of the world. Okay. I'm going to put her right here. I don't know. Now on to ben Benjamin Sass. Uh, I, he's like either low D or high E for me. Uh, high E. Okay. Yeah. Because he, he's generally across the board pretty good yeah. from what I've seen. Like, yeah, he is kind of a generic Republican, but then he's also, like, pretty good, generally. Yeah. All right. Now to Nevada. Nevada. Uh, with uh, Catherine Cortez Mestre. I like her. She's cool. Yeah, she's uh, in leadership, but she's also kind of just your generic Democrat. <laughs> I'd probably put her with, like, the Van Hollens and Kings of the party. Yeah. And uh, her... I see... Yeah. And uh, Jackie Rosen, who I became a stan of post-2018 just because. Nice. <laughs> I, I love me some Western Democrats. Let's just say I'm very biased towards fellow Westerners who win, who are also Democrats. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, I would probably put her like, but she hasn't really done much. So I put her like high, low, high C, low B. Okay. Uh, we'll yeah. I can accept that. Uh, Yeah, she's one of those people where, like, she'd only been in the House for one term before she got elected to the Senate, and she's only been in the Senate for four years. Okay. All right. Next. New Hampshire. Uh, Janine Shaheen robbed of the vice presidency in 2020. Could have won New Hampshire and thereby won the election. In 2020, for Al Gore, could have spared us the Bush. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I it is, it is two in the afternoon. I've only been up for about four hours, six hours at this point, and I'm still not fully functioning. So stop! Stop bullying me. <laughs> hey, that's fun. Um, but uh, maybe she's good. She's good across. I would put her like, I would put her in the B tier. Okay, we're in B tier. I, I would probably put her around like the Murkowskis because okay. I just generally like her. Okay. She may have would have won her. I mean, won Gore the election. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, she probably could have, honestly. Yeah. She was a popular enough uh, governor when she was, you know, before she became senator, she was a governor. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now on to, a for, on to another governor to senator from New Hampshire. Um, Maggie Hassan. Uh Again, she's only been in the Senate now for nearly six years. She's coming up on her first re-election campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a, she was a former governor. Again, former governor. Uh, yeah. Going to be taken on by Sununu, probably. Maybe. We'll oh. see. He probably doesn't want to run. I don't know. It's weird. I just think it's funny because, like, everyone always... Everyone always thinks that, like, the Senate is an upgrade. But then, like... Sure, in terms of prestige, it's an upgrade. In terms of like notoriety nationally, it is an upgrade. Yeah. Like if you want to run for, like, to be fair, if you want to run for president one day, 
it's much better to be a senator because you are literally like a, mi- a few miles away from like all the news. Like you're literally, like, first of all, all the news is going to focus on the Senate anyways. And then on top of that, all the news stations are going to focus, like all the news stations are not that far from the Capitol. But the other thing is, is that Chris Sununu is the senator, is the, is the governor of Ma- uh, New Hampshire, which is not that far from like New York, which is where all the news stations are. It's not like fucking California. Mm-hmm. where it's like all the way halfway across the fucking country <laughs> all the way on the other side of the this great continent we live on mm-hmm. so it's like because like I mean let's be fair politics has an east coast bias yay like I can admit that the difference is, is that like if you're governor of a state you're essentially like their president so you have a bit you have a notoriety within your state you don't have that national, you don't usually have national notoriety. Like, can you tell me who the governor of Wyoming is? No. Exactly. <laughs> but I guarantee you there's probably a lot of Wyomingans who can tell you that. Only because they live in Wyoming. True. Um, so where do we so like they have to know who their governor is. Um, but she's uh, again kind of like she's a generic democrat but she's kind of good so i probably put her like high c low b okay all right new, new jersey with bob mendez i was about to call him chris mendez i was wrong <laughs> um he's a generic democrat but then he's also done some really dumb things like yeah, so kind of, uh c low c maybe <laughs> low c high d in my opinion okay i'll say low because, because... Like, he kind of almost got voted out well like he was in his 2018 race was highly contentious only because of he had a corruption scandal like a very bad corruption scandal from what i remember against him yeah, and he said something. Uh, I, I think it was something about taxes that I did not like. What did he say? I forgot. I fucking forgot. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. I do not like these rich people. You just don't like your Paul. You you just hate rich people. That's your only politics. <laughs> I was trying to remember the meme for a hot second because you know I had made one of those recently. Yeah. It's going to be the next one. The next person I'm, I'm going to shit on. So he's not the only one. Now one of the best. Cory Booker. Cory Booker. A tier for me. Yeah. I would have said S rank maybe. I mean, I'm fine with S rank too. He's yeah. like, I can't put him below B, but like I was trying to be generous and be like, I didn't know where you wanted to put him. Yeah. He's just but like, a... if you want to put him S tier. Yeah, let's put him in S rank. Let's put him S tier. I want him at S tier. He's one of yeah. my favorite senators. He, he probably should have been Clinton's VP pick. Him or Sherrod Brown would have been really good VP picks. Right? Another one. You could have had these men, but you picked Tim fucking Kane. I love Tim Kane, but he was not man. good. He, <laughs> he was not a good pick for her. No. <laughs> Sorry. I love Tim Kane, but He's no. Man. He's a good man. Great man. But <laughs> no. No. Anyway, Next. Um, New Mexico, uh, two backbenchers, essentially. <laughs> I would put them, uh, Martin Heinrich and uh, Ben Ray Lujan, I'd slot them into B and C, essentially. Which Somewhere one? in there, because they're generally good backbenchers, generally generic Democrats, uh, have some 
new ha- or new mexican uh idiosyncrasies where they're like also pro fracking in certain ways but that's a byproduct of their state being very heavily relying on fracking as an industry mm-hmm. so it's kind of like high c low b okay which one uh put them below Maisie. okay Corona. and this guy uh ben ray lujan again i would probably put him with if we're gonna put him with anywhere i'd probably put him in like the kelly tier where like because he just got elected to okay, okay. he was now, in the house for a while but he got he just got elected to the senate so yeah. he hasn't had a chance to do much now to another really good uh senate delegation oh yeah new york new york mm-hmm. <laughs> senate majority With- leader chuck schumer jack schumer we love chuck schumer. <laughs> if you never see literally video, there's a tweet out he is singing one of frank sinatra's most famous songs new york mm-hmm. new york go listen to it it is iconic beautiful. it's amazing the dude literally is never going to be fucking like he might be primary he's never going to lose. no he's never going to lose after that he's never going to lose as all long these as he wants to be in the senate all these dsa types who think that like fucking alexandria ocasio-cortez could primary schumer and win no hey don't understand schumer's politics because the dude is like no <laughs> the dude is very much like he's not like an established like he's an establishment chill sure but he's like progressive he's still, he's still very liberal he's still pretty much left but um on top of that he's uh he's like the consummate retail politician yep like he has i think like five or seven district offices throughout the state that's a chat. He is well known, well liked in the state of Ma- or New York, Massachusetts. New York. <laughs> I just hate the East Coast. Yeah. Fuck the East Coast. I'm kidding. I love the East Coast. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. But I'm biased towards <laughs> the West. I'm certainly, I, the West is certainly my favorite part of the United States. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. So, um, but like A. I would say hi A. Yeah, me too. I put him right here. Yeah, I can accept that. He's generally pretty good. Yeah. All right. Now on, now on to Gillibrand. Yeah. The one that, like, apparently someone, like, some motherfucker threw out the idea of of Al Franken primarying Gillibrand. In 2022. <laughs> it, yeah. First of all, in tw- the tweet was literally Al Franken, you know, Al Franken lives in New York and Gillibrand is up for re-election in 2022. Just saying. And it's like, no, Gillibrand is not up for re-election until 2024. And this bizarre fucking fantasy that like these sort of like to be fair to these hashtag resistor types, they are the motherfuckers that are putting money into the Democratic Party. Not just like McGrath. Yes, not just McGrath races. Like the actual party apparatus itself, which is good. Yes. But then they'll do these weird things where they're like they their love of Al Franken is still weird to me. Yeah. I like Al Franken. Yeah. But he I would have gone far. Like I, I didn't think he should have resigned because of certain things about one of the people who accused him, but you no. Know, 
I, they were very credible assault allegations, so I don't blame him for resigning. I think yeah, but should, I from what I've seen, from what I've seen. But some of the hate that Gillibrand is getting put on her, it's not fair. It's really not. It's not fair. She's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I put her at B. I, yeah. She's fine, honestly, in my opinion, in that sense. I'd put her, like, around the Murphy area. Yep. Like, she's just sort of a generically good Democrat in that way. Generically good. All right, North Carolina. With uh, retiring Richard Burr. Um, E. (laughs) Your F. Like, low E, high F. The dude was caught in a corruption scandal. Yeah, let's go Because we don't not tolerate yeah, he's kind of your generic conservative Republican, so no. And now on to uh, Thomas, Tom Tillis. Stealer of K, the late great K. Hagen. Hagen and Cal Cunningham's Senate seat. So we're going to put him at F anyway. F. Plus, he don't like the gays, and in this podcast, we love the gays. Yeah, Matthew so. would not. Yes, we love the gays here. We love the gays. Because, funny enough, if you didn't know, Morgan is gay. He is. Um, I put him with Smith. Hyde Smith. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Put him down there. Middle to low F. Yeah. Uh, And now on to North Dakota. Um, Their senior senator, John Hoven, is weird in that he's like... He's like a conservative, he's like a moderate kind of conservative where he's like, he'll generally kind of prefer to take the Republican stance, but then sometimes he'll be like really pro-infrastructure spending. Mm-hmm. He'll talk about being good about um, climate change, but it's usually only if like, if it's a Republican bill, he'll support it, but if it's a Democratic bill, he won't. Yeah. Uh, so I like E, honestly. Yeah. I put him around like Sullivan. Kind of a high E. And Kevin Kramer is a stealer of the Heidi Heidkamp seat. Um, And honestly, kind of like a Trump loyalist. So, in that sense, I would put him in like, I'd put him with Ernst. I'd probably put him below Ernst. All right. All right. Now to all that forgettable shit. To one of the best senators in Eric Brown. Who sh- probably should have been Hillary Clinton's vice president. Probably. Yeah. I say A. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I put him with Marky. Okay. I put him with Marky. All right. Um, it's Rob- like, to be fair, I'm probably not going to rank him that highly, but he gen- but that's mostly on a policy thing. I generally, across the board, I, I, mean, I like Sherrod Brown. Yes. Like, it's not to be like, oh my God, I don't like Sharon Brown. Like, I like Sharon Brown. I think he's a great guy. <laughs> but um, now on to Rob Portman, who was um, about to retire. About to, he's retiring. Yes. He is uh, not running for re-election. Um, again, he's kind of like your generic conservative, but then he's like really good on gay marriage. <laughs> he's... Well, yeah, he's only one of the three current senators who support gay marriage. Republican senators. Yes, Republican senators that support gay marriage. Um, so, like, E, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I put him with the sasses of the world, where it's like, he's generally across the board pretty good. Yeah. 
or generally across the board pretty bad, but then he has like a few. Yeah, really good but he has some redeeming cards. All right, Oklahoma. Uh, Jim. Oklahoma. Uh, Jim Inhofe is um F F. Yeah, famously <laughs> had a snowball in the Senate floor to say, "Hey, climate change isn't real. Look at the snowball." Yeah, like, and from what I understand, I have a few Oklahoma friends from Twitter who uh, they don't like him. Mm-hmm. If they have to like pick between their Senate delegation, he's generally the one that they dislike the most. Um, and but like he's also weird in that he like he legitimately supports like a what like so the state of Morocco part of it wants to separate and it's called into what's called West Sahara, and he happens to support the West Saharan separatist movement. Which is so weird. Like he's this dude from fucking Oklahoma, and he supports like a pretty left wing separatist movement in an African country. <laughs> I just find that fucking fascinating. <laughs> I don't understand it, but it's just interesting. To it was like this weird factoid that I found when I was researching Campbell. I was just like. Hmm. what how <laughs> what the fuck is this but like honestly put him in like the, the tuberville tier okay where he's just generally he's just he's dumb yeah he's dumb. Uh, i don't james like him langford james langford is um e i would say low e only because he did yeah he nearly that he was, vote against it he, he initially said that he was going to vote against it until the whole storming of the Capitol happened, and then he reverses his position. And <laughs> generally, from what I stand, understand, he's like a nice guy. But, like, no. <sighs> to, so, now to like, one of the more underrated Senate delegation. Oregon. Oregon with uh, Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley. I would say S rank. For Ron Wyden? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's base dude. He was Maybe. actually, um, I think he like voted against the Defense of Marriage Act back in '96. Mm-hmm. That was not popular. Nope. So he's he's one of my favorite Democrats, honestly. So. Yeah, and then not far behind him, Jeff Merkley. Uh, I would say lowest I could give him is B. I wouldn't give him S rank, but he would certainly be in like the consideration in the A's for yeah. me. I say so a. I would I would say A personally. Yeah. I wouldn't say low A. I'd be I'd say he's probably around like a Tester Schumer area, honestly. Very good. Very good senator in my opinion. All right. Uh Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania with uh Bob Casey Jr. Yeah. Got some notoriety for basically trying, basically doing a low grade, a uh, Steve Kernacki job when it came to Pennsylvania <laughs> during the 2020 presidential election. Famously, so to be clear. Famously. Famously online, to be clear. Yeah, he was uh, doing the board like, oh, this is going to be good for Biden, essentially. So don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry. He in like the vein, this is this weird idiot. This is this weird thing about Pennsylvania that has been, I'm not the first to mention this or point this out. But Pennsylvania has this weird thing where they'll elect pro-life Democrats and pro-choice Republicans, but never pro-choice Republicans or pro-choice Democrats and pro-life Republicans. So you're saying that we should... Weird, weird thing about it. But no, it is true. Casey is a pro-life, is a pro-life Democrat. Mm-hmm. Nothing against that. 
Now, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that like, oh, this is his bad thing about it. It's just a fact about his life. And his father, I believe either he or his father got notoriety for opposing Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think he's kind of fine with it politically, but he is personally pro-life, which is fine. Have at it. Having said all that, I would still probably put him in the B tier. Okay. Blow. I generally, from what I've seen, he's kind of just above average. I would probably put him around like the Gillibrands and the Murphys. Okay. Where he's not like maybe like my top B tier, but he's good from what I've seen. Was, I just wanted to point that out just as like an innocuous thing about him. Kind of like Imhoff's Oklahoma's fucking West Saharan separatist support. <laughs> All right. Weird things with senators. And now we're on to Pat Toomey. Very much like a moderate Republican. Mm-hmm. Like not moderate conservative. Not like a conservative Republican. He's just like a moderate kind of. Yeah. I would probably put him a high E, low E. That's low D. Low D. Because he, like, he came in on the Tea Party wave. He's kind of a Tea Party. He's like a Tea Party conservative in that sense of like, the Tea Party like framed itself as like this low tax movement, and that was like their whole thing. And he kind of he was kind of the represent. He like he kind of stuck to that. Whereas the Tea Party itself used racial animus, like used racial identity politics as kind of like an animating factor. Low key, mm-hmm. he from what I've seen really isn't in that vein of things. Pat Toomey, he's much more in that like fiscally libertarian vein of things. And then socially kind of moderate. So mm-hmm. anyway, right. now yeah, on to yeah, Rhode Island. Oh, and to be and fun side note, Pat Toomey's retiring. So oh yeah, he's retiring too. Knock on wood, we can pick up that seat. Um all right, next. Rhode Island. Uh <laughs> Jack Reed and Sheldon Whitehouse are very much the archetypal Democrats. They are just generic as fuck, and they don't really have much to them. So both all low C's, high D's? Uh, I wouldn't even say high D. I would say low C, high A, or no. <laughs> low B, high C is where I would put them. Or just generally kind of C is where I would put them. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, South Carolina... One of the worst senators of our list, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham used to be something. <laughs> put, him, put him with Rubio. Yeah, put true. Him with Rubio, because it's like he used to be fine, and that he was kind of that John. He was in that John McCain Maverick kind of vein of things. But then once Trump got elected, he just he turned into Trump's bitch. He just turned into Trump's bitch. So in that sense, it's like. He still is Trump's bitch. He still is. He still Even is. That one time he was fucking yelling at the Senate floor and just, you know, all that shit. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't know what he's saying. No, it was during the January 6th and he was like, I'm, I'm out, man. And then he basically, like during on Trump, it was after the insurrection. And he was like, I'm out, Trump, I'm done, blah, blah, blah. And then he went up and got fucked over in the ass later so yeah yeah all right anyway uh, on to tim scott tim scott tim scott 
he like he's again he's one of these like fiscally conservative he was elected on the tea came in in the tea party wave of things um but he's like good on criminal justice yes to be fair yeah and um you know we, i've we've talked i've talked about how he very much very clearly you know understandably if you are a non-white male republican you do tend to use your uh use the parts of you that are not white and not male and not you know straight uh, straight to justify some of the bad parts of the republican party and well not even just to justify but kind of like hit at the democrats um but that isn't to take away the fact that tim scott pretty good pretty good on criminal justice yeah so low and in that sense i would put him high e okay low i.e low d mm, let's go d Oh, dude. Like, he's... It's, nice it's dude. good. Nice, nice dude. dude. Nice dude. He has... He's, like, really, really good on criminal justice, so it's, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, All I'm right. not going to deny that from you. I'm not going to take that from you. You're good. You're good on that. I'll All support right. you. Um, but you're, the rest of your stuff, I'm not going to support. Yeah, no, 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 really. But, you know, All right. Uh, now on to uh, generic Republicans from South Dakota, John Thune and Mike Rath. Uh, e, both E's? I would put them both E's. Okay. Uh, uh, I yeah, I don't know if Rounds was opposed to the. Um, no, they're I all don't think Rounds was opposed. I don't think Rounds opposed certification, but yeah. Yeah. I would put them. Yeah, low C, low mid E, mid tier E. They're both kind of eh, generic Republicans. Oh man. Shot. And now on to. Tennessee. Just a shitty fucking silent delegation. Marsha Blackburn and Bill Haggerty are both low Fs in my opinion. Uh, where her, honestly, Blackburn put her around, put her after McConnell, in my opinion. Ooh. She's just an insidious motherfucker. Put her after, no, I'm talking about at, like she's around the Hollies and the fucking cottons of the Senate. I, she's just an insidious motherfucker. Yeah. I, I would put I would honestly I would put her below McConnell. And to be clear, I am saying put her below McConnell. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yes. Like at least fucking but like she first of all she hinted that she was going to oppose the election certification. I think she did too. I'm pretty sure she did. And she's just in a, she's just an insidious little fuck that I hate. I just do not like her. Um, she just she's just the worst kind of conservative Republican. Yeah, from what I've seen, just just the parrots all their conservative talking points. And Bill Haggerty is very much in the George Marshall, Tommy Tuberville of it all, where he's just a fucking dumbass. <laughs> so I would, I would put him with the. He's just not the worst from what I've seen. He's just bad. He's just a dumbass. He's just the dumbass. He is the he is the pinky to Marsh to Blackburn's brain. And it's not like Marsh or it's not like Blackburn has you know evil genius to her, but she's certainly an insidious little cunt. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, Texas. Yes, uh, Texas with John Cornyn and. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Ted. Oh, she did not vote for um 
Yeah, she did not vote for against certification. She did not? No, I don't believe so. Wait, where's the woman? One of the women from Wyoming. Wait, yeah. Sydney Lewis, yeah, we'll get to her. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, where do we put Mr. Core? Whatever his name is. No, I'm just, I'm checking this too. It's just that she is. She is the worst, though. So Blackburn is just so fucking bad. What is it? It's looking for the gay rights ship. Yeah, she voted against repealing Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Eh, she voted in favor of reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act. Like, great. <laughs> well, that's the one good redeeming quality you ever had. But, but voted against the Senate version, which expanded the voting, the uh, Vi- uh, Violence Against Women Act. Oh, forget to what apply I apply to people regardless of sexual orientation. So that's stupid. Yeah. Um, she opposed a same-sex marriage. Shocker. I mean, uh, pretty much all the three Republicans do, so whatever. Yeah. Voted against the Employer Non-Discrimination Act. Just shit. Yeah. Anyway, um, Cornyn, again, kind of your generic conservative. He used to be the whip in the... uh, Yeah, he's one of like three whips that McConnell has had along with Thune and um, I forget I forget who. Yeah. The current whip is it might be Thune and I'm just oh who knows who knows <laughs> but um look at yourselves yeah no you look at it yourselves um regardless I would say hi F Lowy yeah, but not the worst not the worst Ted Ted Craig honestly the three Who's, who is the worst? Who, of Holly, Cotton, and Cruz, who is the worst? This is um, the trinity of evil, basically. I would say Cruz is the worst. True. He's been doing it longer. He's been doing it longer. On top of that, he wants to be... He's just... like I mentioned this when we were talking about Rubio. He is just callously, unabashedly opportunistic. Mm-hmm. Like when he was a part of the, like, you have to understand, he started out as like on the George W. Bush campaign. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm basically like a Bush conservative, but more conservative. And then he ran and won in the Tea Party wave. And he was very much like, yeah, no, I'm a Tea Partier. Cool. Yada, yada. Then he ran in 2016 and he very much tried to present himself as like this, essentially like the candidate of the evangelical Christian nationalists. Mm-hmm. And now he's basically just a simp for Donald fucking Trump. I guarantee fucking to you, he wants that cult of personality that Donald Trump has. Yes. He wants it. He's trying, especially him, but he's doing the work to position himself, to essentially fail upward into that position of being, of supplanting Donald Trump's status as leader of the Trump cult. Yep. And in that sense, he is very fucking scary. Because yep. he could actually, of these three, he could actually win. Yep. I could absolutely see Ted Cruz winning, as fucking scary as that is to say. But, like, it's true. I, you know what would be funny? What? He becomes the Republican nominee and loses Texas. Oh! I just had that thought. Where? I mean, Texas is the, Texas is the ever-elusive... 
democratic diamond in the rough. We're all just like waiting for that to change. But um, yeah, no, uh, that would just be so funny if he finally, he finally gets the Republican nomination and then loses Texas. I hope to God it happens. That would be hilarious. All right, now Utah. Hilarious. Regardless, moving on to Utah. Uh, Mike Lee and Mitt Romney, both pretty based in certain areas. Yes. To be clear. Because uh, Mike Lee is kind of, like, he's Rand Pauly in that way, where across, like, he has some kind of conservative positions where they're bad, but then he's, like, really good on, like, civil liberties. Like, really fucking good. So, like, I would kind of put him in the, I would put him in the E tier and Romney in the D tier. Where you put him? I would I would put him around like the uh, Dan Sullivan's in the okay. E tier. I would put Lee in like the mid E tier. Okay. With like Sullivan, Dan Sullivan. Mm-hmm. But then I would put Romney in like the D tier. Honestly, above Collins. Okay. Yeah. Like I could, I could see the case where you could put him in like C, but generally speaking, I'd probably put him in like D, like high D. Yeah. So one of the best Senate. One of the best senators. Patrick, man who has been through multiple Batman movies, Patrick Leahy. I'm going to give this this good man an S rank. I am perfectly fine with that. The dude is freaking great. Fucking base. Uh, I would probably put him at the lowest of S tier because there are some weird things where he's like, not that good on privacy rights. Whereas Wyden is much better on privacy rights, if I'm being honest. Um, but uh, generally across, that's like a minor point yep. in the entire oh. scale that is... Wasn't he like the first Democrat for something to win in Vermont Senate. He is to date the only Democrat to win in Vermont in the Senate. There has never been another Democrat to win in the Senate from Vermont. Yes. And if he ever retires, knock on wood, he doesn't, no. um, he would be replaced by the second Democrat from Vermont. All right. Now to the second man, another very old man, Bernard Sanders, basically. So Bernard Sanders is now Bernard Sanders. Bernie Sanders, yes. Yes. I would say A. Uh, Yeah, I can accept a low A. Yeah, so right here. Yeah, I can accept it only because he, like, shockingly, I'm not the biggest fan of, I'm not a democratic socialist and I. Or even someone who has democratic socialist tendencies. Not even. I generally do not support, like, if I, if it's in a vacuum and it's like, if he had won the nomination, I would have voted for him over Trump 100%. Mm-hmm. But if you're giving me a choice between like him and a Joe Biden liberal or someone else, like, I'm going to pick that person over them, over Sanders. But to be fair, Bernie Sanders is very good on, like, as a, as, like, like, actually leading in 
Burlington, he was not a bad mayor. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, from what I understand. So, in that sense, I can accept him being that way. Mm-hmm. All right. And now, Virginia. now on to Mark One. I have some beef with this dude. I understand. Not only because he's a rich dude, but also he's doing some some crap about like how the taxes are going to work for the American Jobs Plan, which I don't care for. So I'm going to say D. How about you? Here's my thing, is I like I agree with you. I hear you on that. The problem is, is that everything else, generally speaking, about Mark Warner, I like. Mm. And in that sense, I like it's like cinema in that way, whereas like I like him. And I can't like I would probably, if I'm gonna be real, I would probably put them C tier, but I can understand it's a consensus, and so I would put them high D yeah. if we're gonna put them in D. Okay, let's just put them at C. Because I love you, Morgan. Thank you. I you <laughs> Despite the fact that, like, you look at our top brass, it's literally <laughs> Warren is the most left wing member of that. <laughs> I'm giving you a compromise. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and now a man we constantly crap on, but even we though, love dearly. Yeah, we do. B. Tim Kane. Tim Kane B. Put him in the B. Put him in yeah. the B. Put him in the B. Because he's not the best but he's pretty good yeah it's just that we think he shouldn't have been VP. yeah i would probably put him around like the murphys and the casey's because like generally speaking he's pretty good like other than like mark warner getting into his you know people not liking what he said about taxes online generally speaking virginia has a pretty good senate delegation if if i'm being honest yeah so all right State of Washington. Yes, starting with Patty Murray. Um, I like her. I like both of these senators, to be fair. So, quite frankly, I would vote for. I frankly, I would either high B or low A, in my opinion. For which one? For both of them. Okay, so let's put her. High A, sure, I can put Patty Murray high A. And then Marie Cantwell. Maria Cantwell. Um, the bane of Dan Sullivan's existence. <laughs> if you don't know, um, Dan Sullivan recently was up for re-election in 2022, in 2020, and uh, decided to make Marie Cantwell his villain for some reason. I, I still don't understand the logic of like she, he essentially portrayed her as this like she's gonna come and destroy Alaska like she's this random junior senator from Washington and she's like on her way to destroy Alaska any day now so it was kind of just like okay okay so, she's uh, not but okay we man we are almost done we're just almost done three more states six more senators and we're now we're going to down six to go one of my favorites i know Uh, i said this a bunch of times but this man is literally one of my favorite senators in this whole place joe manchin 
Go Mansion. He he's weird. He's okay. So him and Cinema are like the two that like they posture about bipartisanship a lot. Mansion is at least a bit more predictable in what he does, and oftentimes is more based, in my opinion. He produces much more like his whole plan about um what the fuck was it called? Essentially. Uh, the government's ability to, the federal government's ability to litigate state voting rights. He wanted to apply that for all 50 states, which is much more likely to be like accepted and legal uh, and not ruled unconstitutional. Whereas <clears throat> um, just doing it for states that have uh, a history of lacking in civil rights probably isn't, if we're being quite fair. So, like, quite frankly, that's kind of based, in my opinion. Yeah. But, it, like, he's one of those where it's, like, he'll posture about moderation, and so he wants to, like, put on this big show of, like, I'm standing up for West Virginia. Which is, like, that's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. So, like, low C, in my opinion. Yeah. Good dude. Good dude. I don't have a beard with him. I, I would want to see him fucking fight this. I would want to see. He apparently said that he would fight the capital rioters which i think is hilarious hey, I, would love, oh my God. I would love to see them fucking walk in and mansion just like whips out a hatchet <laughs> no he just pulls up. out the gun he just pulls up that gun yeah he had this um tv ad where he shot a uh, mock cap and trade bill version of the cap and trade bill and that was like a campaign ad of his um and now on to Shelly Moore Caputo. Um, she's another one of those, like, she's generally pretty good, honestly, for a Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, generally across the board, very moderate. <laughs> pretty good on LGBTQ issues, honestly. Not the best, but she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, her only real thing is, like, kind of like Murkowski, where Murkowski's kind of pro-oil. She's also kind of, like, very pro-coal, but that's a byproduct of her being a senator from West Virginia. It's from West Virginia, baby. So I could accept D, but I would probably put her somewhere in, like, B or C, honestly. Uh, let's go. Hi, D. That's fine. All right, but we this is going to be a consensus where this guy's going. F. Yeah. Where? Von Johnson. Senior senator. I can't believe he's a senior senator. But uh, the senior senator of Wisconsin. Don't like him. Yeah, fuck him. I don't like him. He's like just, he started as a Tea Party Republican and he's gone downhill since then. <laughs> um, to now where it's like he might be compromised by the fucking Russians. So it's just like, jeez. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Um, where I'd we- put him with like the Lindsey Grahams of it all. Yeah. I'll put him. I hate these men. Um, I know. But now on to one of the best. Tammy Baldwin. Tammy Baldwin said gay rights. Yes. She Tammy is a Baldwin. fact. A lesbian. She is a lesbian. And her successor in the house was a gay man to her seat. Wisconsin. given Wisconsin has said gay rights multiple times. Um, but then they elect Ron Johnson. So like, on to that state. Um, I like I I wouldn't put her S because she's certainly involved. But um, 
A or B. Mm. Right here. Sure, I can accept that. Just just for her being a lesbian. All right. And now on to uh, a very anticlimactic <laughs> ending. <laughs> Uh, the senators from Wyoming, no shade to Wyoming. Very nice state. Again, I'm a Westerner, so I'm biased towards the West and I do love the West, but let's be real. Uh, John Barossa and Cynthia Loomis are not exactly the most well-known members of the Senate. They're very much backbenchers, very much your generic conservatives. Um, in that sense, uh, Barossa, I, I would probably put like low E, high F for just being kind of a generic conservative. Uh, and Loomis, I would put in the Tuberville tier of F rank. <laughs> she was one of the people who actively opposed the capital sort of, or the certification of the election post uh, thingy, post riot, post insurrection. But so, we are done. Look at this. Yep, we did it. Yeah, we did it, Joe. One, <laughs> we did do it, Joe. So let before we leave, let's go. Let's do top fives. Top okay. fives. Top five senators for us each. Yeah. So our favorite senators and our favorite Senate delegations. Okay, so like top five senators and then just favorites in delegation or yeah, just top five Senate votes. Favorites on votes. Okay. So you want to go first? Yeah, why not? Um, number five. Let's see. I would put Ref, Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock. Mm-hmm. And I would put... Let's see. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. But, but Brian Schatz. I put him right there. Okay. And then, oh, wait. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, number three, I would put Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. Number two, Sherrod Brown. And number one is very obvious. It's very obvious. I wonder who it's going to be. <laughs> yes, it, it, it is one Elizabeth Ann Warren. Yes. I was going to pull I was going to pull a joke and say, "Oh, it was Susan Collins." <laughs> 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 yeah. How about you? Um okay, so going in reverse order, um we'll start with uh We'll start with Mark Warren or Mark Kelly because he's new, but I generally sort of like him. Uh, then I'll go with uh, Lisa Murkowski. Lisa Murkowski will be my fourth. Um, Angus King, third. Uh, Ron Wyden, second. And unsurprisingly, Michael Bennett. <laughs> Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. Yeah. All right. Wait, do you want to do worse for, as also for our counterparts? Sure. Yeah, let, let's do a best do worst it. and then we end it off with the worst. Sure. All right. All right. Let's go best Senate delegations. All right. Who do you think is the best All right. Senate delegation? All right. I'm going to say Massachusetts. 
I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, oh, I'm amazed that you can't, that you love Massachusetts Senate delegation. Yeah. Georgia is close. Georgia is I understand close. that. Yeah. And then third is Hawaii. And then fourth is Vermont. And fifth is New York. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, for me, hmm, I'd go. Hmm, I think I'd start with. I'd go with. Fifth is. Minnesota. Fourth is New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Third, Washington. Ooh. Second, Illinois. And then first, Colorado. Good. Good. All right, before we leave, y'all, y'all beautiful, let's do the worst. Just the worst senators, just our each five worst senators. All right, since Morgan was the second one, he's going to go first. Okay, five worst senators. Uh, (laughs) How do I order them? Yeah. The world will never know. Um, You know, I'm kind of just going to go with the ones that we in our consensus pick because it kind of represents my five worst, honestly. So fifth, McConnell, third, Blackburn, or fourth, Blackburn, third, Cotton, second, Holly, first, Cruz. All right, let's see. All right. um, All right, for my number five for me is um, Lindsey Graham for me. Mm -hmm. Fourth is Tom Cotton. Sec- third is Josh Hawley, second is Mitch McConnell, and first is Ted Cruz. So hey, we both hate Ted Cruz. Fuck Ted Cruz. Yeah, fuck Ted Cruz. Me and my homies hate Ted Cruz. We all hate Ted Cruz. All right. Even, even Ted Cruz hates Ted Cruz. That's even cool. his wife probably hates Ted Cruz. <laughs> I know that sounds very mean. Oh, but... no. People are mean on the internet. I know. <laughs> All right, this is going to be hard in terms of Senate delegations. Yeah. Um, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah, you've been. I'll go first, and um, I will go. Fifth place, Mississippi. Mississippi. Fourth, Florida. Third, Kentucky. Second, Alabama. And first, Missouri. Oh, let's see. All right. uh, Fifth. Let's see. Let me. 
yeah, I'm just writing this all down. This is why I'm kind of taking my time. How dare you write it all down? Yeah, I know. Nerd. Such a nerd. Yeah, I know. No wonder I didn't, I didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> You'll find one one day. Yes, I hope so. Um, Not you hope so, you will. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, you know what? Fifth, I'm going to go with your number one, Missouri. And then... Fourth, Texas. Three, Mississippi. Two, Florida. And one, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. But this has been an episode. We finally did it. We finally did it. We did it, Joe. Yay! Yay! Many tries. Many attempts. We got through it without a glitch. Because fun fact, we were going to do this episode sooner, but my computer was acting like shit. Yeah, it wasn't working. Yeah. But today, we've gone through it. Did great. We did it. Fantastic. We did it. So this has been an episode of the Damn Bad Politics Podcast. I am your co-host Morgan McIntyre. I am Matthew Barber. Have a good day.